for the third consecutive race. He's going to extend his lead in the Drivers' Championship. And for the third time here, he wins the Mexico City Grand Prix. Max Verstappen crosses the line a long, long way clear of the rest. I want to say welcome to Lifting Coast, but really today I want to say welcome to George Russell, the heir of George Russell. You cannot wait for that, I'm assuming, after yesterday's race. Uh, only four left to go, and it's going to be a completely new era for Mercedes. Um, yeah, you know, sat there yesterday watching that race. I didn't say a word for like two hours. Valtteri bought ass? Yo, Valtteri, man. I just don't understand. Like, but that's why he's not a world championship. He doesn't have that dog in him. He, he doesn't know pass how anybody. to attack. He doesn't know how to defend. Like he's a he's very just solid cool with being chill. And listen, that first, you know, race down to turn one. I mean, I don't know what Mercedes strategy was. Like, it's easy to blame Bottas because he's a driver. He's got to react based on instinct. And he didn't even defend or push Max wide. But what the hell were they doing? Yeah, I thought, like, we discussed just, like, before we jumped on is that the best one would have been they sandwiched him in the middle because then you're forced to either retreat or take the risk. Yeah, take the risk. And you know what? If he goes out and Lewis goes out, then, you know, Not only did we tow him, we then gave him the racing line. It was just, it was really bad. And now, I mean, you start to think maybe it was Red Bull's strategy on Saturday not to have a front row lockout. Yo, it's over, baby. Do we start? Do we start doing? Yo, the, I was gonna say on the podcast, do we bring out the fat lady to sing? But like, we need a new saying for that because that's just not cool anymore. So what do we start? Do we see the na na na? Hey, it, I think it's over. I think it's done. So we got four races to go. We got a sprint race. We're right back into race week, which is amazing. But um, not only is it nineteen points for Lewis. I mean, at this point, we need a DNF for Max. It's getting. I saw at the end of the race, Lewis takes his helmet off. People in Mexico going buck wild. I could see the defeat on his face, which I've never seen before. And then the other thing, Mercedes might lose constructors. There's only one point now. They are going to lose constructors. Brazil is Brazil is Red Bull favored. And I, don't, I really want to talk about Valtteri for the first couple of minutes of this because he just couldn't pass Danny Ricardo. Like, you're in a faster car. Like, what are you doing? I don't get it. Honestly, I don't get it. Veltri, I mean, the crazy thing, and then this is what blows my mind. Okay, so you can't get, you can't work your way back up the pack on a track that has got three DRS zones that's super fast, like, should be easy. Then you put on the softs, and not only do you get the fastest lap, you break a track record. So it's like, Veltri, you obviously know how to drive. I think he's just so checked out. We've said this. And I, I told you, and you're like, no, he's going to be a professional. Being a professional and having the hunger and drive are two different things. Yeah, and you know what? Now that they're in jeopardy of losing to Constructors' Championship, I'm sure he's going to be invested because I'm sure he gets a bonus for winning Constructors' Championship. I don't, uh, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? I but, guarantee you get a million dollars plus. But I feel like Toto's, this is where I always look at leadership. Okay, so Lewis, you are a champion. At the end of the day, Max is a challenger still. Lewis is a champion. 
Toto is a just a, from everything that we can look at, is an incredible leader. Mercedes cannot just bend over like this. So, yes, all signs are pointing towards a Red Bull Drivers and Constructors Championship. But will Lewis and Toto just let it happen like that? Yeah, I don't think so. I think they'll go with a fight. But they say Brazil is Red Bull favorite as well. And if they win this, so yes, then it's over. We say Red Bull favorite, right? But what has happened, again, with it's this season? Track. Like, How do the cars change so it's drastically? Because, it's because... The FIA made adjustments that favor high-rate cars. Red Bull's a high-rate car. So it absolutely destroyed. I'm not going to swear on this podcast. I've been calling them Bottas. It destroyed all low-rate cars, and Mercedes is a low-rate car. So the new regulations favor high-rate cars. So this is because when we look at this season, right, and we break it into a couple of things. Um, start of the year. Lewis, then Red Bull, then Lewis came back, and now it's Red Bull again. Well, that's, that wouldn't look at that way. Red Bull would have been dominating this whole race if those unfortunate events didn't happen in Max. That's right. That's right. It, it, you take if you if you take away Baku, right? Lewis has eighteen points. It'd be be one point, right? Then you look at let's say he finished second, so we'd be a one point difference. But Max DNF'd in Silverstone. Max also got hit by Valtteri, so like. I think Max would be up comfortably 30 points plus if uh, if there wasn't any incidents. But, you know, there's always incidents. Um, Lewis also spun out one. So I think he'd be comfortably up, like, around the same thing, even if everything happens. I don't think he'd ever, since the beginning of the race, uh, beginning of the season, I think he Max would comfortably be ahead by at least 15 to 20 points this whole season if you take away all the, the drama. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Mercedes might take a penalty next week. They were saying just because yeah. Brazil's overtaking track. The thing is that their cars favor long straights, right? Red Bull's car favors high corners. So Mexico was definitely a high-speed corner track. Mexico, Fun track, though. I think nothing is cooler than driving through the arena section. Yeah, when there's 30,000 fans just screaming at you. And you're coming around those corners, and it almost looks like you're driving through them. Yeah. It's incredible. It, it must be such a thrilling feeling. And then at the end when Checo is chasing and the whole crowd's going nuts. like, Hey, man, Checo got a podium in his home. First Mexican to ever do it. And you know, that's amazing. He's legendary for that. So let's talk a little bit about Mexico. We'll first talk about you. So you called me three times saying, don't message me about the race. I told everyone, no, I, for everyone listening, like I was flying. So during the race, I was in the air. And I had turned off all my notifications. So when I land, I go straight home, watch it. So I told my parents, my friends, like, everyone, don't tell me anything about the race. So I get home. I have no idea what's gone on. Put on your F1 TV app. Put it on uh, HDMI to the TV. And lap one happens. And I'm like, oh, my God. And we called it on the pod, yellow flag. Yeah. So the yellow flag comes, and I'm like, okay, it's fine. Like, yes, I'm pissed off at Bottas, but um, it's a whole lot of race. And then as soon as the safety car was finished and Max just started pulling away and Lewis was like, he's quick, it was over. You see two, then three, then four, five. It's just like, holy shit, Max is making Like, so this time. is not even fair. Yeah. I was, I was going to ask you that 
Would you have preferred looking back on it that I just told you it was a shit race and moving on? You know, I had <laughs> said to you, I might watch, I had some time at the airport to watch the opening lap at yeah. the airport. I wish I just did that. And then you would have just been like, yeah. mess with you on the plane if it was worth watching or not. Eh? <laughs> exactly. But you know what? I watched the entire race. After lap one, it was a snooze fest. You know, uh, I didn't think it was that boring. I know a lot of fans do think it was boring, but I enjoyed watching the sub-narratives, like watching our boy Bottas trying to uh, catch Danny. I enjoyed watching the Charles and Sainz dynamic. I mean, Ferrari is faster than McLaren. Rest in peace to my boys in the papaya orange, bro. Like, we've been looking really bad over the last three races. Ferrari is ahead of... The papaya orange, they're third in the construction. I think they're ahead by a good amount too now. I like think 20 it's like, points. it's just under 20. Yeah. I don't know what's happened, but the papaya orange have just fell off. I think it's these Mercedes engines. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, the, these Mercedes engines are not looking hot right now, bro. Like, papaya went down. George had a really tough weekend because, like, he first had technical issues. It's just, a, and then, you know, I mean, Sebastian had a great weekend. Seb had a really good weekend. Seb, Seb did really well. Um, you know, you said I no, you said Stroll was going to do well, but what, at least one of the Aston Martins did all right. Yeah, you know what? I'm very happy for Seb. Yeah, Stroll just Stroll just messed up my dragger of the week. Yeah, he just messed that up for you. Juvenaut's had a really good start. He had a great. great he was week. up into six, right? Yeah, yeah, but he finished 13th, I think, or 14th. So he had a good week, man. You you, you hit it right up that. Juvenaut's. Do you think he has a seat? Next season, yes or no? No, no, no. <laughs> you think he's out? But no let's try. let's go back to this Mercedes uh, engine because, I mean, it's been what three straight races that Ferrari has outperformed McLaren. Yeah, La- something happened to Lando and Sochi, bro. Ricardo is just Ricardo. I mean, <laughs> can't really expect too much from him. He's. But, I think. I think they finished ten eleven, right? Yeah, ten eleven. Yeah, yeah, so... They got one point and Ferrari got like 16 or something. Ferrari finished, f- I think, 5 and 6. So that's 10 and 8. Because 25, 18, 15, 12, 10. Yeah, 10 and 18. So they got 18 points. Yeah, it was just like... You know what? They're as much as like we've hated points. on Ferrari on this on the pod this, this season, they're in third, man. I mean, we had Ferrari love when we were kids. So if... Ferrari ends up winning third. That's a McLaren went backwards this year. McLaren did go backwards. I think it has to do with Lando, man. Once he spun out, and I think it was Spa. No, wherever he Spa's spun where out. he spun out, then obviously and the, then Sochi. Then at Sochi. So I think Lando's having some confidence issues, and you know what? Lando's up there with one of my favorite drivers. Lando, I hope you figure it out. Shout out to Quadrant. I just followed their page, Quadrant. Did you know that he has his own media brand? Who? Lando. No, I did not. It's like a YouTube called Quadrant. It's pretty cool. I was watching a couple YouTube clips. So I just follow Quadrant on all my socials. So I don't really use socials so much, but YouTube. So shout out to Lando. Lando, please figure it out. We need to finish third this season. I don't want to finish behind the two Fossey, bro. Bro, McLaren started the year so strong. Lando started the year so strong. And it's just, it's a long season, man. It is a very long season. And you wish the season cut off four races ago when Lewis added points. <laughs> this is a heartbreak, man, because going into next season, and now I'm starting to like, you know, as a fan, you start to like tell yourself these stories like, oh, well, you know, you saw what happened with the other greats, right? Like he's going to come back next year and destroy everyone. And I started thinking of, you know, whether it's, 
How could I forget our guy, Mr. Uh, from Rush? Oh, uh, James Hunt? Yeah. Well, Are you no, talking Nicky Lauda? Nicky Lauda, right? He lost to James, then he came back and won, right? Like, yeah. I'm thinking, like, could this be Losers. Lewis losing to Max? You know like, what we call back? that? We call that a redemption arc in, a, in, in the anime <laughs> yeah, world, yeah, the redemption, redemption. arc. <laughs> so that's what I'm starting to convince myself of is, oh, if Lewis loses, can he really win again? Because at the end of the day, like, yeah, sure, he's got his seven. He's got the most victories of all time, the most podiums, like all of this. But you want him to get eight. I don't know, man. I kind of want Schumacher and Lewis to be immortalized together, bro. It, it's hard for Like, I feel like Schumacher would have had 10 if he didn't go to Ferrari when Ferrari was ass. So... Like, yeah. it, I wouldn't be mad if Lewis got eight, and I wouldn't care if he stayed at seven, to be honest with you. I just hope that Max only gets one, and then, like, Landor George absolutely dominates the next 10 years of racing. Man, Max, like, right now, he's so cool, calm, collected. It's like nothing really phases him. He feels confident out there. You know, they ask him after the race, like, you know, you know, victory's almost there, and he's like, yeah, still a lot, a lot of racing to do. And it's just like, ah, oh, just... Kills me, man. Yeah, it's it's really sad because, like, this may be the end of the Mercedes dynasty. We may point at 2021 as the end of Mercedes dynasty. Because they've won, what, seven years in a row? Yeah, seven 14, straight. 14, 15, yeah. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Seven years straight. If Ugh. the new regulations come into effect, let's say Ferrari comes all blazing or Red Bull, this may be the end of the Mercedes listen, dynasty. you're going to hear here, though. Louis or no Louis? I'm a Mercedes fan. Hey, listen, like I said, to be announced. So, <laughs> be George announced. Russell, whether you are ass next year in Mercedes or you are a, you know, podium, just regular, I'll be happy. You know what? I'm, I'm very excited for the new era of Mercedes. I think that Valtteri is very good at being a number two when everything's good, but he just doesn't seem to have that, that dog in him. Like, yeah. you get pulled, you get spun out, and you are in a car faster than most cars, other than Red Bull. There's no... It, it doesn't make sense to me how you don't catch Lando. Like, you caught Ricardo, and you were behind him for, what, 20 laps? And I mean, not just behind him. Like, you were pretty much kissing his ass. You are so close to him. Yeah, it's like... Dude, just... If he made, if he made the move... His tires stay longer because he's not following the hot air the whole time, the dirty air and all that. And you get start to make, make your move to Lando. It's like, I don't was get a, it. And on this track, it was like the overtake difficulty was so easy. I don't. I wouldn't say it's completely easy, but there's 1. definitely... 1.2 kilometers straight with DRS. I, I think it's definitely fast. I def, there's definitely overtake opportunities, but they're on the same engine. But Mercedes clearly has a pace advantage over McLaren. And the fact that you couldn't do it over 20, 30 attempts. It's probably longer than that because you've got to think about it. Because I, I... Ricardo you, pulled out. He went He went to box. And then Valtteri got ahead. And then he caught up to him the second time when he boxed after. Exactly. It was embarrassing. And I, I was worried because Checo obviously got into DRS. And I was like, as soon as Checo got, got, got that DRS, I, I thought it was over for Lewis. I think what happened to Checo is what happened to Lewis and Cota. Yeah, he ran out of time. No, I'm not running out of time. It's hard to catch. Once you're in turbulent air, it's a lot different than catching up from yeah, 10 to, to... Catching up when you've got clean air... Is a lot different than when you're 
one to two seconds. It's crazy away. how they say the turbulent air starts making you slide around. Yeah, yeah, it is. Just because it's like when you're turning at high speed corners, there's hot air rather than a slipstream, right? It's crazy, right? It is crazy. So let, let let's stop talking about Mercedes for a little bit. We got to give Red Bull their props. Red Bull's one point behind the constructors. Checo got a podium. Max is number one. We got to shout out. I mean, I man, I dislike Max Verstappen, but damn, he is killing it. Yo, he is, on, like, he's on a heater right is now. Is he the best driver in the world right now? Are you oh. ready to give it up to him, or does he have to win the championship first? He has to win the championship first. But right now, he is outracing everyone. So if he wins the championship, will you call him the best driver in the world? And I'm not saying this in any other yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, Do best driver in the world is today. Like, of course, if he wins the championship, he's the best driver. So you can't can't say anything else. I, I I do think that Red Bull's car has been better than Mercedes' car for 75% of the year. I think... It's so unfortunate. That, like, that's a hard thing. Like, I would say that... However, Max has made it less mistakes than Lewis has. He has. So that's what I'm saying. I have to give the edge to Max. But the reality being the reality is that sometimes the best driver sitting in, in a bad car like schumacher was the best driver when he didn't win for five years that's true right but he was up building ferrari you know, so. max has been on the come up he's been doing this since 17 yeah you know you like mean, you mean when he was like 18 years old 19 years old racing <laughs> yeah like he's he's been at it for a while he's been racing f1 forever like five years and he's 25 he's 24 actually 24 yeah he's 24 so at the end of this year it's kind of crazy because you know as much as i maybe yeah, you know, I don't don't like him. He fucking makes me cringe. <laughs> when he but, goes, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, but listen, he's really good, man. I think... And I, the, the part that's really going to suck for me this if Red Bull wins is not even Max. It's going to be that damn mosquito with this nasty-ass little smirk on because he's going to be <laughs> so happy that he beat Toto. We haven't even talked about Christian Horner yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Mercedes has to win the constructor, so at least they take yes. one. They have to win at least one. And Bottas needs to step up, man. You can't not get points. Yeah, like, yeah. I think it's unacceptable for you to not get points in a Mercedes if you don't have a DNF. Like that's that that was that's like where I draw the line. The fact that he couldn't get a point, and I understand he made his way down because it was 15, 16 because he went for the fastest lap. But the here the main point is that you couldn't even get yourself in point position. It's just ridiculous. You're in a Mercedes. You're in the second fastest car. In what the track. I don't understand, right? Like watching him chase and chase and chase, and it's like he just doesn't have the killer instinct. Yeah, and they said that yesterday. Crofty was saying it. He's like, you know, sometimes you just lag. We want to see more of it from Bottas, but... And you know what? That's the issue that Red Bull had with Albon and Gasly. It's like, they, they didn't find it. I mean, Checo doesn't have it either, but I think Max is just so much better this year. And we always go back to the Checo and Albon thing, but Checo's proven, like, I think Albon scored 102 points last year. Checo's at, what, 170, yeah. I mean, 180? Look, Red Bull's got a better car this year. We know that. Yeah, they, they definitely have but a better Checo car But Checo is more experienced, more mature. He also showed the grit last year with Racing Point. Like, Checo is... But I'm I, just saying, I would be it was a, a lot happier move. with Checo as my number two than Valtteri. I think it was a great move for, for Red Bull to pick up Checo. I, I know we're talking about second drivers, but it seems like Checo's finally found his footing in that Red Bull car. Because sure. they, they've, they've stressed it on air and something we've always talked about. Max's car, Red Bull sets up the cars for Max Verstappen. Whether he likes to break late or he likes to break early and come out of corners faster, however they set up those cars, it's finally been set up for Checo, his car. 
the way he likes to drive. Yo, talking about just braking, that dash to turn one off the lights out yesterday, the Mercedes braked. It looked like Max just lifted and coasted, bro. Yeah, I don't he, even know. It bro. almost looked like he didn't even brake. Yeah. It was I, incredible driving on his behalf. Oh, man. I just wish they sandwiched him and then, you know, Valtteri... Because he had the outside line and then all of a sudden the Mercedes pulled back on the brakes and he just... Do you think, going back to that, so that was, that was good. Like, Max played that flawlessly. Do you think Valtteri braked way too early? Way too early. And, and you know what? Shout out to your brother because he's just a Valtteri fanboy. Like, he literally just wants to, like, be Valtteri's best friend. He says that has nothing to do with Valtteri's fault. I'm like... He, you saw Lewis was ahead of him because Lewis actually didn't break as early as him. Valtteri broke, I want to say at least 50 minutes This before. is where it comes down to that instinct. Like Valtteri's maybe scared. Like it's like, bro, you just, you gave up. I would honestly say if I was Valtteri, if Mercedes wins, if I go faster and me and Max both hit, as long as Lewis doesn't get hit, I'm good. <laughs> exactly. But you know what? Maybe he doesn't look at it that way. Maybe he doesn't care about Mercedes like that because honestly, if I was total- You know that Lewis- in the debrief is watching that shit and he's just mad. He's probably furious because- And if, Lewis had the best start. If Lewis was my teammate, I'll tell you right now, I'd have no problem hitting Matt Vax for sapping. I'd be driving him out. I'd be driving him out. Cause like they said, and what it looked like is that Valtteri was trying to give Lewis first position, let him get the inside so he can, he could be in first and control the race. Well, if you take on Max for sapping, then we're good anyways. Okay. So let's say we get through the first corner, Lewis one, Valtteri two, Max three. We all know that Valtteri's terrible at defending. Max would have no problem. It wouldn't take more than five laps. But in the clean air leading, do you think Lewis would have had the pace? I've, so I think that's really hard to say um, that Valtteri wouldn't be good at defending. I think that if Valtteri was good at defending on those high-speed corners and slowed down his pace intentionally, you can get Lewis like a pretty decent lead. Do you know what I mean? And then you put pressure on Max because he's burning out his tires to pass you. And then that's when strategy comes in where you have one and three, right? Because that was my other thing. It was like, because look at Austin. Like, okay, so let's say Lewis does get in, does get ahead. The Red Bull would just catch him. Yeah, but remember, there was no Valtteri in, in Kota. If Valtteri was in Kota, I'm pretty sure they would have had a different, they would have had a better chance. But I generally think that um, if they finish up one, two at the beginning of that first corner, I think the race looks a lot different because you give Lewis time to actually get away and then... Valtteri's pace is not as fast and he gets to slow down max, right? But even then, if it's not that, then it's like you're one, two, you're one, three, and Red Bull's two, four. And then it's like, okay, so now strategy's differently. Because before it was just like, okay, Max can do whatever he wants because Perez is putting pressure on him. Lewis has to either pit first or he has to take the chance of being on uh, the so undercut. That, that turn one really could have changed. It changes everything, everything right? I mean, you put Max in clean air with his, his car was clearly the fastest. I know I texted you on, on, on Saturday and I said, Red Bull is on the pace. And after they won, you're like, Mercedes has the pace. I'm just like, I don't know. I think Red Bull has the pace over Mercedes. But Oh, yeah. It was pretty obvious. But if, if, you, if you make Max go to your pace and let Lewis get away, like if Valtteri intentionally slows down just a smidge, you get Lewis get like five to six seconds before he passes him. It's a whole different game, right? Yeah, man. It's just crazy. And, and, and when you're shaving off those half a sec, those point threes, because let's say Red Bull had a point three, point four pace. Well, if Lewis is defending him and he's finding a way and he's faster on the straights, where's Max going to really get away if he has a five second lead? 
Catching up is one thing. Passing is another thing. That's the biggest thing, right? That's what they always say, bro. So, you know, I got to give props to my little silent guy, Mr. Pierre Gasly. Yo, he I, killed it. I don't think there's been another driver this year that has just been consistent and He's so under DNFs. the radar. Him and Lando were kind of the same. But Pierre, like, nobody ever talks about Pierre. He is being good, man. Do people really talk about Lando? Lando does. He's McLaren. He gets. They do get that airtime. But I'm sure, I'm pretty sure Pierre gets some airtime too. I hear Pierre quite a bit. Dude, Pierre drives just these. I'm like, surprised he's not a number two driver at Red Bull. Well, we know why. But no, I'm just surprised like they didn't make that call this year. He's coming back to AlphaTauri, but you know what happens to to Pierre? Like, do we see him get into a number two of a championship contending team? Yeah, for sure. I think you're looking at Nico, Lewis, part two, and Red Bull. I don't know if they'll be successful as Mercedes, but I think that... Pierre could definitely definitely has those glimmers of, like, a Nico. I, I think that Pierre is... After... And this is just my opinion. After Max, Lewis, I think George, Lando, Pierre, I might be missing some people, Charles, I think they're all in that category where they're, like, they're that next tier of drivers. So there's there's the S tier, which is abs- the God tier, which is Lewis and Max. And then there's the A tier, which would be your Landos, your Charles, your uh, Piers, your Georges. George. But I don't know. I'm not ranking them like where who's better in the A tier. I just think they're right there beside each other. And you know what? Those guys aren't far off of Max. It's that experience. Max has five years of driving. Lando has, this will be his third year. This is George's... Sec, uh, third year as well. Um, sorry, this is Lando's fourth year. Um, this is Charles' like fourth or fifth year. So like, Charles is pretty experienced like Max, but those guys still have a lot of time. So I don't think um, it's impossible for them to catch Max. But that's kind of how it I was. A hell it. of a race for Pierre, and I'm surprised the Ferraris didn't catch him. I'm surprised as well. I mean, he isn't a Red Bull car technically. Yeah, car Red, a Red Bull car on a budget. Yeah, on a budget. So did Raikkonen score a point? I think Kimmy, no, did he? Didn't he finish like eighth? Kimmy was there with Vettel, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You got to show some love to our boy Raikkonen. Yo, Kimmy. Kimmy Raikkonen. Kimmy's going out, eh? He's like, I got nothing to lose. I know you're not a Timmy. Bro, he Kimi. finished eighth, bro. And I know you're not a Kimmy fan, but you got to show him some props, bro. Yo, look at this. Vettel, Raikkonen, Alonzo, the three vets, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> hey, man. Shout out to my boy Raikkonen. And you know what? When you think about it, right? This track. Is made for veterans, tire management, high speed corners. This track is like I think it showed their veteran presence. A lot of the young guys, like Mick, had a DNF. Lance Stroll's at the bottom. George's at the bo- like. I think this is uh, this track was really shown by. Uh, it's crazy when you look at Vettel, Raikkonen, and Alonso, the three oldest guys. How old is Vettel? Isn't Vettel only like thirty five? Actually, yeah, Louis might. Louis be is older old. than him. Yeah. I think Louis is a year or two older than Vettel. But Lewis doesn't count with those guys. Lewis is in a whole different category. He's still one of the top racers. Damn it, man. Just looking at this championship, it's tough. How much is... So, Mercedes yeah. is ahead by one point in constructors. Red Bull is ahead by 30. Uh, sorry, Ferrari's ahead by 13. And Mercedes is ahead by one. What does yeah. five, six... What does Alphatoria Aston Martin look like? Alpine is five, Alphatoria six, Aston Martin seven. Wow, Aston Martin's not even five, six. And Alpine and Alfatoria tied. Ooh, that's going to be big, too. Tied for fifth, bro. That's going to be huge, too. 
But things gonna win for sure. The only reason Alpine's in the conversation is because they had that, had that that win and Alonso snuck up high. Like if you look at consistently, Alphatori's is is better. Let me ask you this: What do you think of Yuki's opening qualifier? How he got to Q three, and how Yuki has been so inconsistent. Like, do you think that Red Bull actually wants Yuki, or are they just keeping him because they think he's the best option? Like, what do you think is going on there? I think he is this, you know, young bright talent, right? But he has to deliver on the talent. Um, he's very hot headed, which is look at his age. I don't know. I, I'm kind of like. Is he fourth on qualifying, though? He was fourth, right? He, he was... Um, but he had his engine penalty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. fourth. Yeah. But the thing with Yuki is... First year, a, though. First year. First year. Like, yeah. I'm kind of, like, undecided on it. I liked him early on, and then he's just been all over the place. He seems like he makes a lot of rookie mistakes, like burning out his tires when he hits a corner too hard. So, I'm very interested to see what happens with Yuki. Maybe Red Bull... Thinks Yuki has a higher ceiling than Pierre because he's actually willing to take a risk. Because you got to think about it, right? Is Red Bull trying to develop someone that is a very safe driver like Bottas, like a very safe complimentary driver? Are they trying to develop someone that will go for the risk and that's really talented? So Yuki seems like that guy that will push limits of his car. Yuki definitely gives the impression that he will risk everything. He'll risk it all to be a a world champion. And you know what? Like, I'm also starting to, because I mean, you know, Got to give some airtime to our, to our people at Haas. You know, my boy Gunter, freaking Wunkers. Uh, <laughs> all like, Gene, all Gene. <laughs> but, like, I'm starting to think, like, Masvin's actually bad. He gets out-qualified by Schumacher every single Because, yes, there's, you know, the F2 stuff, but, like, I don't know. I li- and after listening to the pod on Beyond the Grid, like, I kind of, you know, I, I paid more attention to him, but... I actually think he's bad. He's a rookie. It's hard to say, right? Like, it's his first year in F1. I don't see Here's him a being in F1 for more than two more years. Here's a statement I'm comfortable with making. I'd be a lot more comfortable with Haas picking up Nico Hulkenberg to help Mick? Mick grow rather than pick up a guy like Nikita. But maybe, maybe, and I'm just thinking in the mind of Gunther, you know, while he's in scrapyards, maybe he came up with this thought. He says he knows Mick is not going to be with Haas for long. We can guarantee that, right? Like, Mick will be an Alfa Romero in 2023. He'll be a Ferrari. Like, that's very safe to say, right? He has a name. He's going to get pushed to a different car. Maybe Nikita is a driver they're banking on being the top driver. I'm being serious with you, right? Yeah, like, you have to look Haas. at it that way. Poor Haas. Or, or, do they, or do they gamble on someone like Zhu, right? Or Zhao, whatever his name is, right? Because you, you do. Can, you can get the best driver, but when you're in the scraps, it's, it's hard, man. Yeah, and and I also think that Haas is banking on something changing drastically next year. Bro, they're banking on a lot. Hey, man, did I? I I'm speech like you left me speechless with the Haas, bro. Bro, bro. <laughs> Haas's car is on layaway, fam. It's on layaway. So let me. Ask, did you see the reports on Porsche? Uh, I've seen bits of pieces. 2026. Of it. Like yeah. they're very interested. How likely do you think that timeline moves to 2024? Haas I think it gets expedited. You think Haas is gone? I think there's a situation where Genie cuts his losses and says, like, there's an opportunity for me to exit. Like, let me just get out of here. And, yeah, it's it's just very sad, man. I, like, I'm a, I'm a Schumacher fan. 
after the pot, I'm, in, I'm a Nikita fan, but they just look so bad out there. They're terrible. And then the Andrade purchase got blocked. You saw that? Yeah. So I guess Alfa Romero's staying for a little bit. I guess Andrade probably came with a bag and Alfa Romero wasn't intending to sell and maybe F1 just denied it. Like uh, FIA just said, like, we don't want you. Like, we want, yeah. we'd rather keep Alfa Romero. Yeah, I mean, I got to read into it some more. It's secondly, Sauber, and Sauber has quite a legacy with F1, right? They do, yeah. So, um, but yeah, man, any last thoughts before we sign off? It's race week, bro. It's race week. It is race week. We're going to Brazil. So do you think um, think Louie and Angela just got on the PJ last night? And They're just going straight to Brazil. To Rio. They're going straight to Rio, Rio de Janeiro. They're hanging out with the locals tonight, and then they're getting right back on the grind. So we're going to see the snap of him running on the Brazilian beaches? Probably. And Angela in the back, and he's like, we working. Rise up. Probably. I feel for Louie, man. And, you know, it's <laughs> never easy for... Louis. It is never easy for an athlete to see his, his mortality come. He saw it yesterday. I'm telling you. He sounds so dejected when he said, I gave it everything I got. And I've never Listen. heard Louis sound like that before. Like, before, it's been like, it's all right, guys. We gave it everything we got. We'll get the next one. But he was just like, I gave it everything it was- I had. Checo and Max, the the freaking, they're getting picked up by their teams. The Mexican flag, the fans are going nuts. It's not like a traditional race where you finish on the grid, like you f- finish where the the yeah, arena is. Yeah, and I just see a Louis taking his helmet off and just like the face of like defeat. Yeah, and that must have resonated. And then like badly. Max coming up on the car into the podium, like. That's yeah. crazy. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> do you remember the part where Lewis is like, are you guys still there? Because <laughs> the call yeah, was because, so bad. Yeah, because Bono, no, there's nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. I, I thought that was funny. but uh, It was, you know, like, there, and then obviously throughout the race, if you go back to all the radio, like, Crofty, they try to, like, make it interesting. Oh, it's strategy. It's like, no. When Lewis said they're quick, he was lying, bro. You know what the thing is, though? Part of me thought that maybe Mercedes was going to pull some strategy that we didn't know about. That's what I thought. <laughs> but it, they just didn't. They just didn't have it in them. Um, yeah, it's just a sad race. How hard is it, like you think? So you're Lewis in the helmet, and you know this. You know the car. You know driving. You're an expert, right? Yeah. So when you say something like he's quick, you can actually tell in real time that he's just clocking in faster than you. Yeah, he and probably it, in real fast. time. It's not like he's just evaporating, but... Lewis could see that. He you just can just see how pace. fast his car is hitting corners. Lewis is, man, I just feel so bad for Lewis. I, I, feel, I feel for him, man. So, if Lewis somehow pulls a Hail Mary miraculous. Bro, it's over, bro. <laughs> it's, it, it's over, bro. But if Louis did I'm gonna win. Do, I'm going to do, do the Vince Carter. It's over, bro. <laughs> it's over, bro. I hope I'm wrong. I, I every, every part of my body hopes I'm wrong, but I think it's Come over, on. bro. Lewis, you got to go. You got to go deep into your back right now. You got to get Bono, Toto, get the whole crew. You just got to pay Bottas a bag. Bottas, take and him off, bro. And Bottas, you better take out for staff. <laughs> that, that's all Lewis is praying on. But, you know, you know, listen. I, 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 I pray I'm wrong. And Mercedes fans, I hope I'm wrong. But you know, I think it's over. I got to say one more thing on the Bottas thing. That just makes me laugh every time. Is when McLaren comes on the <laughs> on the radio and they call him Botas. <laughs> Botas? <laughs> Zach Brown's American. It's like, bro, his name ain't Botas, fam. It's, it's Botas. 
It's like <laughs> that kills me, man. Driver of the week before we sign out. Uh for what? This last Just race? Just in general. Sorry, driver of the yeah, driver of the day. Oh, for sure it's Pierre, bro. Are you in Pierre? I'm giving it to Pierre. He got no love. He finished fourth. Like, come on. Obviously, Checo, you're forever goaded in Mexico now. But he's always been goaded in Mexico. Though. But like now, now you're not just the driver with the flag. Like you actually got on the podium. I will give it to our boy Kimi Raikkonen. Kimi. <laughs> I mean, Kimi. he finished eighth in a in a Alpha Bro, Romero. Kimi's going out, and. The, like he has zero F's like left because he doesn't care, bro. Yo, Kimmy killed it. I would I, I was debating between Vettel and Kimmy, but you know, Kimmy hasn't scored a point for a while, so you know I have to give the point he to needed Kimmy. it. And then he had COVID, he missed a few races. It's like I'm so happy. Let's have let's let, let's hope uh Yo, Kimmy let's, rides let's out. Let's give Kimmy his flowers, bro. Let's, we we gave him his flowers on his <laughs> retirement podcast, but let's give him some more flowers. Let's give him some more. All uh, right, we're signing up. When we back, when we back since we got um, we'll be back on Thursday. Thursday? Yeah, we'll be back on Thursday. Because practice starts Friday, so. Yeah, practice starts on Friday. And we'll be back to regular programming on Sunday. Back to regular programming on Sunday. We'll be, uh, we'll be, our episode will be live, like, probably right after the race. You guys will, you guys will catch it out on the air. So. Yeah, we may, may just have to set up the mics in the Flume Flats. Yeah, hey, maybe, maybe we'll set up a little, uh, little, little reaction, and then we can put some of that on. Uh. But. By the way, we got something special coming up at Tire League. Stay tuned. You guys will hear some ads about it. It won't be out today, but it'll be out on our next episode, which would be our Brazilian Grand Prix preview. You're. See you guys next time. Peace.